Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. do you understand the federal legislative process? Are you aware of the U.S. Congress's tendency to bundle bills? Hello, this is the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt. Today is Saturday, the 26th of December of 2020. Uh, Welcome aboard, all of you who are coming on from Rumble on the podcast and on YouTube. Thank you for coming to check out what I'm doing And hopefully, yet again, I will give you something to think about today. Today, the subject of our conversation will be the idea of combining legislation. Uh, Before I get into the actual idea of combining legislation, I wanted to take just a minute to talk about the actual process. And we're not going to go into detail, okay, because I don't think that's really necessary per se, for what we're talking about today, the idea, like I say, of combining or, or bundling legislation together. But I wanted to say that basically what happens is in one of the houses of Congress, I forget which one, and it doesn't really matter, right? Well, it does matter, but not for the purposes of this conversation, I'll put it that way. It matters, right? Of course. But uh, bills are typically written, and they're pushed, uh, if they pass a vote in the in the branch of the legislature, the national legislature that they are created in, they're typically pushed to the other branch. There are certain instances where this process doesn't occur, but for the most part, this is how things work. Uh, I think there's something specific when it comes to spending bills of certain kinds. But the point that I'm making here is that generally that's how things work. Um, So, of course, it goes from typically from one house to the other. It has to pass both houses, and then it goes to the president's desk, And in certain instances, there's a form of veto called a pocket veto that he can employ where he just doesn't vote on vote on the bill while Congress is in recess, I guess. And that takes care of the possibility of it ever becoming law. Then there's a possibility that he won't he'll neither veto it nor he'll nor sign it. And within a certain period of time, uh, that that uh, legislation will become the law of the land will be enacted. And then, of course, there are those that he signs and those that he vetoes that the president vetoes. Now, there's a there's a, a possibility for Congress, uh, if they have sufficient votes to do so, to override a presidential veto. And this is an important recognition. Now, all this may sound like dry details, but it's really sort of uh, sort of just a, a basic thumbnail sketch of what goes on in the process. Uh, probably for a lot of people, if I explain to them what goes on in the process, it would melt their brains. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They just don't have the time, the effort, and so forth to worry about that sort of thing on the level that some have studied it. And I'm not saying I'm nearly as studied in that as many. I'm quite sure there are many who could school me pretty pretty substantially on the legislative process. But the thing that I have a problem with, and the thing that I wanted to address today, 
is the idea that um, multiple laws will be bundled together with the idea of passing them all at once. Now, this may sound to you like it's an expedient way to do business, but let me just tell you that in my mind, there are a variety of things bad to say about this way of doing things. Okay? Uh, the first thing is that if you bundle a bunch of different stuff together, it makes it a whole lot less likely that any given piece of that package will pass, well, that the package as a whole will pass, and therefore that any given piece of that package will pass, because there are bound to be some things in the mix that are odious, onerous things that are not desirable, right? And one of the things that actually is done with this is people will package stuff together so that they can say about their opponents, I told you they didn't care about this or that, when in reality what's going on is they saw that there was something that was mixed in the bundle that they just couldn't abide, right? And they said, no, I'm not passing this, but it's not because of the provisions that, you, you know, to this thing that you say I don't support, but it's because of these other things. And unfortunately, most people just don't listen. And as I've already said, and I'll make this, I'll kind of make this plainer, bundling legislation allows unscrupulous individuals to hide unsavory in, uh, legislation into the mix, in the mix, Right. They do things, they say things that they know will be very unpopular, and they take those things and they bundle them together. They write laws, they write bills. And again, I want to make a distinction. A bill is something that has not yet been passed into law. A law is the enacted bill, okay, to be clear. It's still a bill, technically, but the point is by that point it's law. But anyway, the point is that people will use that uh the bad stuff mixed in to make their adversaries look bad and they will also unscrupulous folks will also add unsavory stuff into the mix that they know won't pass on its own and if it's less important than the stuff that's kind of the meat and potatoes of the bill of course the answer is that that it will probably get passed if the if the unsavory stuff is considered to be sort of minor minor or fringe even if it's bad Okay. Now, obviously, there's another issue, and this was brought up very recently in this newest so supposed COVID-19 stimulus bill, which was actually an omnibus bill combined with a COVID-19 uh, uh, stimulus bill, which neither of were right or good. But nonetheless, that's what it was. But what it does is it causes the legislation to become overly complex. You literally have staffs of people working over time to generate these gigantic bills with with huge, uh, again, unsavory, not particularly desirable legislation stuck in the middle, who are putting this stuff together. So they put all of this stuff together into this single bill, and it makes it horribly complex. And then they tell people you have a day or two to vote on it. And it's like, come on now, is this reasonable? I don't think it's reasonable. Okay, so that's the, that's the next thing that I think is problematic, is the, is the horrible complexity that results... It's bad enough that certain related things are put together in a single bill. But when you take a bunch of things that aren't even related and stick them together in a single bill, this is really horribly bad. Somebody did something recently that I thought is sort of telling, and that is com comparing the founding documents in the United States to the sorts of legislation that you're seeing passed through Congress at this point in time. And they found that the 
various bills that you'll see passed through are often a hundred times the size of the founding documents, if not more. They're huge. They're gigantic. If you look at the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, it's supposed to be like 20,000 pages or something. It's like War and Peace was smaller than this. Substantially smaller. 1,600, 1,800, maybe 2,000 pages. War and Peace was smaller than this. The Bible is smaller than this. Yet, in these people's minds, creating a bill that's 5,000 pages, 20,000 pages, 10,000 pages, 3,000 pages, even, quite frankly, 150 pages is probably more than most of them ought to be, is a totally reasonable thing. And I'm just going to tell you that in my mind, I can't make that reasonable. I just can't. In my mind, I can't look at that and say that's reasonable. Either you're doing a bad job, or you're trying to do too much at one time. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. And like I say, combining bills is one of the things that's one of the, that is an ill in the Congress as it currently stands. And it's been this, don't, don't get me wrong, this is not a new thing. This is an old thing. This has been going on for a long time. That doesn't make it right, though. It just makes it what people are doing, right? And so I'm not saying, well, the current Congress is the problem here, right? I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is, as long as we continue to combine unrelated legislation in order to try and get certain things to pass on the coattails of other things, we are doing something improper, literally to the point of unscrupulous and potentially to the point of downright criminal in that activity. And this is what I this is my attitude about that. That needs to stop. It needs plain and simple to stop. We need to stop assuming that it's acceptable to pass these gigantic bills in which we try to pass through all spending or all laws with regard to a certain thing uh, very quickly. And by the way, I might say, one of, the th one of the reasons for the bicameral design of Congress was to make it so that things actually were stopped at the Senate, right? That's one of the reasons that that occurred. They didn't want the Senate to be, or the... Congress to be moving as a well-oiled machine where it constantly passed and constantly passed and constantly passed legislation. Okay, I am getting to the point where I think I'm pretty much done for the day. I definitely have a whole bunch more that I can say, as you can imagine, based on what I've said to this point and how motormouth I've been today. Forgive me for that. That's just how it is when I talk about something that I that interests me. Um, and, and it does, that the subject interests me. But I wanted to go ahead and wish you a good day. Uh, today is the day after Christmas, Saturday, the 26th of December of 2020. That means tomorrow will be Sunday, the 27th of December of 2020, moving towards the new year, obviously. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I have to work uh, in my, quote, work-a-day job. Uh, for for three days coming come Monday, and then from then I'll have a couple of days that I'll have to take off, even though I won't get paid for it. That's okay. That's life. It's okay. Um, but I I wanted to wish you a hopeful, a belated Happy Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas if you haven't already already seen that from me, and you happen to be a, a celebrant of Christmas. I wanted to uh, for those who are not Christians say I uh, hope you've been, are enjoying your time off, and that it's not too onerous or odious a thing for you to have that time off. Uh, and I wanted to wish you the best of times in the coming year, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of The Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. 
This video was recorded on Saturday, the 26th of December, 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the daily summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.